What up, what up, what up? We back at it again. It's the Halfway Humble Podcast, episode 50. What is this? 50? Is it 56? We're going to roll with it. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. <laughs> if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I'm Jay Stamps, and today we got somebody else in the in the seat today. Uh, the illustrious OG. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he's uh gracing us with his presence again you know he's a busy man so we try to anytime we can fit him in and bring him on we will do so and he's also well, he's- i have the the pleasure of being related to him <laughs> as well so this is my founder resident og Jerome. how you doing sir Oh, we'll look at him. I'm here. I'm here. Thank you for letting me in. <laughs> presence. Gracious presence. i guess i got it. I gotta have some sense when I talk to you on this thing because you got a lot of followers, you know. Man, you know, we're trying. We're trying. Oh, I, I love it. Halfway humble. I'm trying to get the the t shirt. You know, <laughs> yeah, t shirt. No, no, I gotta get that going. Oh man, I gotta get, get that it. going. That's that's up next. That's up you next. Know, I would love so to get it. Huh? Oh yeah, we go. We go get. We have, you, you ain't got to pay for one, man. We'll we'll get one out your way. You know, you'll get it for free. We 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 can't charge you, man. You get you drop too many gems. We can't charge you. Wow, we can't charge shit. you, man. No problem. Oh, I don't. I'll get it airbrushed at the swap me. You can approve it or not. <laughs> it's still okay. Oh. <laughs> I'll be mad. I come in. I'm like, why my shirt already bootleg, man? You came out. <laughs> I had a Hanes tag on the back. <laughs> Through the loom. Hey, shout Tell out, Jay I've been reading this book. <laughs> <laughs> hey, shout out to the swap meets, man. Because uh, people, which y'all don't know, swap meets that Jerome. We from we. I'm originally from California. Jerome is born, bred, raised California. Southern California. So swap me is a big thing for those that don't know. And that's where yeah, everything, that's you where know. you get all your you stuff. Can, you can go have a, oh, a go full ahead. outfit. You can get an outfit, shoes, socks, boxes, t-shirt, pants, shirts, jewelry. You can get a Kintietta dress at the swap me. <laughs> Man, it's a one-stop <laughs> shop. That's facts. That's facts. I hey swap me used to be the man. I touched on it on um the episode we we dropped a couple of weeks ago, the nostalgia episode. We talked about clothing and all of that. I spoke on that because I talked about the San Bernardino swap meet over there by right. uh grandma and papa house. Right, and I was right, saying, right. you remember the one, the purple building? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Hey, yo, I, you know, let me tell you this right now. I respect and I love the fact that you guys did that episode. I wish I could have been on that because okay. I was rolling the whole way to work. And a couple of me and my partners was even talking about it. Like, hey, man, you remember when we used to wear overalls with like rayon shirts? We used to wear <laughs> synthetic shirts. <laughs> the ones you could not iron. You bet not iron that shirt. <laughs> It will melt off. That shirt will melt off. You put that on. No, man, like it was it was fun to kind of go back in time too, because I just recall I like that and that and I put in the stories the LL Cool J commercial. I that I remember that vividly because it tripped me out because I was like, dude really got the FUBU hat on with in a gap commercial. Like, can you do that? And he got he got away with it. And did that, yeah. Because when you said that, I was just like, "Yo, he did do that." 
Yes. Yes. It was, it was low key. Nah, but yeah, no, nah, I appreciate that, man. Yeah, we'll and we'll do some more. But next time we do a nostalgia episode, I'm, I'm gonna bring you on for that because I know, yeah, I know you got some stories because he was oh, little drones older than me, and he was he was little he was able to be flyer before I was able to get fly. So yeah, I was flying like stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yes, man. We used to wear cross colors. <laughs> cross, I, I, had to, I had to cross set color short set. You know, mm. Dad bought me the short set with the yellow. <laughs> See, no, I remember they used to wear like Jabot jeans. And you know, oh, they had yeah. the pockets in the front. And those were like the super pretty boy jeans. So you was like, oh, I'm trying to be one of those. You know, mm-hmm. and wear like Lottos or K-Swiss, the canvas K-Swiss. K-Swiss. So yep. like, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, nah, I nah man, like, yeah, no, nah, that it was so many things. And it it was kind of like I think it was just more of an individualistic era. Like everybody, you would take pieces, like I may see you with the shirt on that I like, but I'm gonna be I'll say, let me go ahead and flip it to my style. Let me take that and let me add it to what I'm already doing and see how I can incorporate that into what I like to do. So that's, I think it was more of that back then. Like now you see a lot of kids kind of wearing the same stuff. Like they have the same right. kind of, you're going to see the joggers, you're going to see, you're going to see some red shoes and then you're going to see, you know, some, some van, a van t-shirt, some van, a van's t-shirt. And <laughs> thing, like out here, you see folks wearing either like shorts that's above their knee, or you see joggers. And some dudes wear like bands with black socks. Like that's the yeah. thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, oh, okay, I, I guess that's a flex. Back in yeah. the day, because we wasn't fortunate enough to buy all that stuff. Like I remember back in the day, like the most expensive shoes was like the J's and Jordan's was like 135 at that point. So what people right. would do is if somebody would get a pair of J's, somebody's gonna buy a shirt, somebody's gonna buy a Jordan jersey. And people start mixing, matching the clothes. Hey, homie, yeah. let me get your shoes on Wednesday. Well, let me get your jersey on Saturday. Let me get your shorts. So dudes was wearing everybody else's clothes. I wonder right. if females back in the day, you know, knew about that. Like some dudes yeah. that had that flex, we used to like, man, let's get it. And they'd be like, oh man, you guys got gear. I'm like, yeah, we, we sure do. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right though, because we would do that. We did, because I did. We did that. We I stayed like I had my boy had a pair of Dion's, and then I would flip him. I throw him the uh, J's, and we were dude. We did all yeah. No, that's that's facts. Yeah, they, they thought we had all type of stuff. It's like nah, that ain't even mine. Right. But thank you. <laughs> I'll, I'll right. take that. I'll take it. Did you guys? Did you guys ever wear like two, three pair of shoes, uh, socks at the time? Like oh, two yeah, pair. We would do that. And I don't. Oh yeah, I double up on I dude. I would double up on socks, and then I used to wear the. I used to keep the basketball shorts on. I would just have them under my my jeans and everything. I would That's always crazy. keep hoop shorts on under my jeans because we would usually go either play basketball after school. So I just have them on right. just to be ready. Just right. it was just a thing. I don't even know why. It just caught on. That's, that's <laughs> crazy, crazy. I never did that before high school. In high school, I did it. Yeah. So now nah, we did. It was so crazy. It was crazy. But nah, man. man, if you guys are wondering too, shout out to Jay. Jay's not here. He took a he took a little vacation this week. We don't know where he at. Hopefully he'll be back. <laughs> you know, he he had a little funny y'all. He got job. They don't know. No, no blaming on no job. <laughs> hey, you know, in 2020, dark skinned cats that got good credit, 
This is their world right now. Oh, oh, and he got that million dollar voice. <laughs> hey, welcome to Sapiens. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> 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 this is your credit. So I'm like, oh my god, got it. <laughs> no cap, no cap. He's, he's probably, he's probably, he's probably always sound like that too. I, I can picture him be 11 years old with that same voice. I love you, Jay. <laughs> Jay got that same. Jay. This is uh, this is this is Sapiens. This is Jay Drew. This is uh, like, why your voice so deep? <laughs> right. Meet the guy in person. Yeah. Met my bro in person. He right. got that deep voice. Like, you got a radio voice. Oh, in yeah, that's no, real. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't gonna come around oh. my daughter. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, nah, it's funny because I when I first met him, I was like, his voice is really deep. <laughs> I was right. like, dude's voice is like, like. Okay, it's like you, you, this is how you always talk, and it was—I mean, it was like it wasn't no front. He just—he just sound like that. I'm saying, like, I'll be listening to podcasts, and I hear the commercial, and uh, I'm like, it would take me three, four takes. It take this brother one take. Oh yeah, I'm like, oh, I ain't mad at you. Go ahead. Oh no, he he can he can don't give don't give him too many props though, man. He got a face oh. made for radio, so he good. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, above all in all, respect, respect. You know, you young bulls out here really doing it. You know, I wish I was you guys' age so we can all have fun. Dangerous responsibilities yeah. that I have, but but you hey. guys out here, you know, hats off to you. Hey man, appreciate it, man. We hey, we right there, but we we right there on your heels though, man. We got so much <laughs> different stuff going on, so don't hey, <laughs> we got we got to get time in when we can. So hey, much appreciated, man. But we brought I brought Jerome on this week, man, because I want to. He's a medical. What, what do what? I'm gonna let you explain what you do, man. And we'll go from there. All right, simple terms. I'm an X-ray tech. Proper terms. I'm a radiologic radiologic technologist specialist at one of the children's hospital out here in Southern California. So my years of that, service. That means he makes money. Public. Not at all. That, just, <laughs> that means he makes a lot. <laughs> that just, no. that just means he got a lot of money. That's what that means. When you when your title is that long, you, you do it okay in life. That's, so, that's facts. But okay. One of my things that I used to, and it was just as of last year, um, I was an educator as well. So some people say I was a professor. I'm not saying I was a professor because I wasn't at the quote unquote professor level, but I was an instructor and mm-hmm. I've been doing it for 10 years. So I do have some, I, I, I think I know what I'm talking about. I've been doing it for 10. Oh yeah, you do. Been in the game for 16. So I've been here. Oh yeah. You a vet. You a veteran. You a veteran out here. I'm a veteran. You got the MVP jersey. You got the MVP. You got the MVP. I'm going to say VIP. MVP. No, but... <laughs> but check this out. Like with on, the- on one on Monday, so my schedule I do ten hours. So this is my week. Okay. Okay? This was my week. Monday I go to work at ten for ten hours. Tuesday I went to work for ten hours, and Wednesday I went to work for ten hours. I was on call. Somebody called off. I had to do another ten. I went home for two and a half hours and went back to work for another ten. So basically, I did twenty hours in one shift. Went home for two hours and came and did another ten hour shift. So I'm in the hospital. <laughs> I'm that dang hospital. Yeah. 
Man, that's crazy. That's some crazy ass. Yeah. So the wife and kids see you, and they just looking at you like, high and by? High and by. High and by. I'm feeding the other guys <laughs> in this house. He's looking good. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy, man. I know you did. I know you work a lot of hours, man. So main topic I want to kind of touch on tonight, man, and I hope you can shed a, a, a big light, a spotlight on this. You know, mm-hmm. you, you know it's a topic of conversation. This Rona, aka COVID nineteen, aka um, that Rona, the system shutdown. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah, aka the twenty twenty killer, oh, um, twenty twenty assassin. I should say. <laughs> You're right. Jeez. So, right. like, right. I, I got my theories on a lot of a lot of this COVID nineteen stuff, drawn, and I, I, for me, I, I'm, and I kind of. I kind of like to hold my stuff sometimes where I don't just speak on it all the time because I'm a bit of a conspiracy theorist. So I don't always like to be, you know, put all my stuff out there because it's like, you know, I don't want to scare everybody like, oh, this dude crazy. He think there's something to everything. And I, well, for the most part, I think there is. But with this coronavirus, man, what have you seen in where you've been at as far as from a day to day basis? Is it is it as dangerous and as deadly as they're making it? They is in the media pronouns. The media uh, makes it out to be. Is it that bad? Is it? Do you see this as the way they the way they've scared us or tried to scare us? Is it is it that bad? Like, what are you seeing right, in, in, right. in your position? Right, and hopefully you can hear me. Can you hear me good? Yeah, I can. Hear you. Yes, sir. All right. So I think one of the things is that you have to take out, and this is just my opinion, opinion of Jerome. You can't get my government that works out of the hospital to see if you trace value. You know what I mean? So I think one thing that you're going to, you first and foremost have to understand is that once it gets on the media, it becomes ballooned. It's going to become heightened. It's a story. Like they say, if it bleeds, it leads. It's If there's a hill that's on fire, it's the most dramatic fire in the world. A. B. It's this thing that we know COVID-19 Deadly? Yeah, it's deadly. It's deadly if you have pre-existing mm-hmm. condition and if there's something dormant in you that's going to make you sicker than what you are. So with that being said, when it first came out, when we started hearing about this COVID-19 in the hospital overseas, we're like, oh, man, let's see how this thing looks. Nobody was preparing for anything like, oh, let's start piling masks. Let's get all this stuff. We were watching it. And then it was weird how it moved from out of Southeast Asia then it gets into Europe. Then it gets into Italy. Once it gets into Italy, the people at my hospital was like, okay, what's going on? When's it going to come to the United States? Now, that was odd because I was in the hospital when they had N1H1. They had all this other stuff, well, all these other diseases. So it didn't make any sense how it crossed and people was crazy. Once it hit New York, California was like, okay, now we got to... We gotta we gotta put our seatbelts on. Then when it went from New York and crossed over into Texas, it started to come out here. Our patient influx went from, let's say hypothetical, it was like one or two patients. Everybody's up in guard. Um, the way our hospital ran, there was multiple entrances in the hospital. They all got shut down to where there's one in and one out. Um, you can't bring outside food. You have to wear masks. No matter where you go, you have to wear masks. We start seeing patient one. So I'm on the pediatric side. So I deal strictly with the kids now. So the first patient that comes in comes through ER. So when it comes through ER, everybody's putting this patient in a bubble. 
Jay, for one patient one week balloon to 20 patients the following week. So everybody's now scared. You know what I mean? Everybody's scared. Everybody's like, what do we do? The news is going crazy. We still don't have a game plan. What do we do? Well, it's not affecting kids. It's affecting old people. You know, it's killing all these people. And I think it was because their immune system was low. So if your immune system is already low and something attacks your immune system, you have no fight. Your army is no longer able to defend your body. So an older person has a low immune system. Somebody who's going through cancer or cancer treatment has a low immune system. And so they can't fight off the disease and boom, you have a flu, it's gone. The debate was in the hospital that in the beginning, for I don't know if it was out there or people remember, well, this can't be deadlier than a normal flu because the normal flu kills X amount of people every year. Well, it became different because it became so aggressive. A flu is one thing. You catch a fever, you eat some chicken soup, drink hot toddy. About a week later, you <laughs> may be good. With this, right. it was so aggressive. You wasn't fighting this stuff. And there's nothing that can come back. So that's what scared a lot of physicians because they're saying anything we're giving our patients isn't fixing it. They're getting worse. So mm. me being in my profession, people, I guess I'll tell you threefold. One was the healthcare hero. The healthcare hero was painted in the media was the nurses. So I don't know how in your land, but out here, every commercial was thank you, nurse, thank you, nurse. We as healthcare, yeah, that was it was the same. It was the same here. Like it was, it was a lot. And shout out to the nurses. It was, but yeah, Yeah. it was majority of the spotlight was the nurses that were working overtime. And before you get to that, let me ask you this question. Um, In regards to the coronavirus, you know how they let the public know at a certain time. Was it, was it earlier for you guys in the medical field? Like how, how early were you guys aware of this being an issue and possibly becoming an issue in the States. Did you guys get like a heads up on that? When y'all knew, we knew. I swear, when our media department read the media, we knew. We pretty much followed what L.A. County did. L.A. County followed what San Francisco did. So when San Francisco, and I don't know if you guys remember, there was a boat, there was a cruise cruise ship that went to San San Francisco. They couldn't Mm -hmm. dock. They wouldn't let them dock. They said there was a bunch of patients on there that was blah, 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 blah. When they came out here, L.A. County exploded. When L.A. County exploded, then Riverside County exploded, then San Bernardino County exploded. So schools got shut down. So, no, we didn't have any inside. We didn't have, like, the government was like, here they come, blah, blah, blah. What did happen is that the state did say you have X amount of masks, X amount of goggles, X amount of disinfected, sparingly do it. So when a lot of people were saying in the media these how these hospitals are getting overflows of all of this, well, it was getting rationed to us. So and a lot of, not to say the hospital in which I work in did it, but I can hear the stories where people in New York were saying they were getting told to use their mask over and over and over and over. Mm. I can see how that happens. I can see how that went. The problem with that is, is that you know and I know, that's like wearing gloves. If you wear right. gloves to cut someone's hair, are you going to use the same gloves to cut somebody else's hair? Not at all. No. But they were told to just wash your hands with the gloves in it. You should be okay. You should be okay. So you're dealing with a lot of things that's a lot of question marks. And, you, and outside of everything, people have fear. Yeah. So 
people were saying, Jerome, well, are you scared? And I said, well, you know, I'm not a tough guy. I'm, by no means I'm a tough guy. But what I did say is I believe in God. He going to pull me through. No matter if he take me or not, I'm going to be okay. There ain't no mistakes he going to make. Y'all over here talking about y'all Christian, but y'all screaming for the hills like, oh, my God, I need my <laughs> You know what I mean? But that was yeah. each other. And it was fear. And I think that's what the media kind of does. They, they push fear. They don't push mm-hmm. a lot of stuff. They push fear. And what sucked mm-hmm. is when it first started really happening, George Floyd happened. So now mm-hmm. it's like, oh, man, I don't, it, it was just a crazy fire. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. But to go it, back, it, it was like it was, and and it was like to your point. I think the corona, like the coronavirus, hit, and like for me, um, being that I, you know, I'm kind of felt more so on the outside looking in. Even though you just said that you got the same info I got at the same right. time, I felt like you know, okay, this is something that if this is some type of, and the term was pan, term is pandemic. I'm like, so there was nobody, nobody that knew. I call it the plandemic, P-L-A-N, <laughs> plandemic. But that's a whole nother thing. Yeah, that's that's my take right, on right. it. But I I feel like like I, we're supposed to be the most knowledgeable, the most albeit know everything country. And yet right. we let this thing come in and it's just like, it hit us, it hit us hard, man. And it what was confusing to me was like you said I I believe like I I definitely believe that that it's real like I I have no I have no result you know I I believe it's real but it's just the things that are funny is like we when we spoke on the media um, putting more fear in people and then like certain things just you know like for instance I give you I'll give you a concrete example. When there's a lot of, uh, and I don't know if you if you saw a lot of this, you tell me if you have or not. When people were passing away, dying in a lot of these medical facilities, and they may have died because of some other reason, but yet because this coronavirus thing is like the hottest thing going, it was like they were right. every every death was getting grouped up as coronavirus. Were you seeing that? Was that a thing? Were you seeing that as as you know with your own eyes? Oh, um, I can definitely. <laughs> this brother asked me some questions. Okay, Walter Conkey. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> this brother Guinea, you got a new plan for get uh, real estate. You got journalism. <laughs> I know. <laughs> think what happened was is the fact that from what I've seen, so uh, again, I'm on a children's side, so when we started hearing numbers... Allegedly, you don't get yourself in trouble. Allegedly. Uh, allegedly. Allegedly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> a lot of the adults, in, in hearing what their nurses were saying about these adults and the numbers were growing up in this hospital, it became very apparent that something is real. So when we started now finding kids okay. getting now I see firsthand what this thing is doing to kids. And I remember, and I'll go back. I remember seeing this first kid and I went into this room to do my job, which is to take the chest x-ray of this baby. And I said, man, it, it dawned on me. I am in a room infected. With, well, this patient that's infected with this thing that has killed so many people. I'm in this room mm. with this child 
where the world is scared of. Like I'm touching this mm. kid and most people will find out if I left this room, disinfected, went to Target, and they knew I was in this patient's room, what would they do? You know what I mean? So right. what I was saying, and, and big up to the nurses, you know, the nurses, the physicians, the phlebotomists, even the housekeepers, the janitors, everybody played a role, not just one specific person who sit in a room, such as the nurses, and I'm not happy, hey, I'm hating, no cat. Because what they were showing mm-hmm. in the media is that, oh, here's this nurse that got to wear this PPE and it's with this kid or this adult for 12 hours a day of their suffering. I'm trying to get my J impression. And they're go. just tired <laughs> when they come home. You know what I mean? And I'm sitting at home and I say, hey, Willie, check this out. I was in this yeah. room with this nurse that's in this room for 12 hours with this one COVID patient. Oh, no, Jerome went to 16 rooms with different COVID patients. You see what I'm saying? Mm. So it's a world, it's a group effort. We're all in the same game. Me and the surgeon yeah. were sitting there talking and we was in surgery and he said, well, what is your take on this? The same question you just asked me. I said, first and mm-hmm. foremost, this thing is real because you see it. It's real. Everybody has certain fear to it. But this thing is an equalizer. No matter if you were a billionaire with a PhD to the homeless man that couldn't walk, everybody's getting affected. Well, as of and today, talking, yeah. it, man, as of today, the date we're talking right now, they reported mm-hmm. 600,000 cases in California. 600,000. Mm-hmm. That's 400,000 people shy of a million, bro. So is it real? Yes. Um, firsthand, firsthand, my wife's dad was, uh, mm-hmm. he had COVID. He got, matter of fact, and it was weird how it went down. He contracted COVID because one of his sons decided he thought COVID wasn't real, went to Las Vegas when Las Vegas had the, the breakdown, when they shut it down. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, no, I'm going to go have fun. He gets it, gets sick thinking he just had the sore throat, goes home to his mm-hmm. dad, and his dad is like 70. All of a sudden, okay. dad gets a sore throat. He starts coughing. He gets these headaches. He gets a fever of 106. And now he goes to the hospital when he has, he's COVID positive. So being in the hospital sense, I see it's real. I see how doctors are, are, they really don't know how to treat it. They only do is to treat it as if it's a severe case of the flu. But being personally knowing that my father-in-law has it, it's very fearful because if your family member catches it or suspected of having it and you take them to the hospital, Uh you don't see them anymore. So if your wife, knock Mm. on wood, if Miss Stamps gets sick, you take her to the hospital. Mm-hmm. They ask you, what is mm-hmm. your symptoms? All these check boxes of symptoms break down. They say, Mr. Stamps will notify you. Miss Stamps, come this way. Mm-hmm. Now everybody's lost in oblivion. If, if your wife don't know Dr. Mm-hmm. Talk, they're going to talk to her a mile a minute. And how can she relay this information over to you? So I think there's a lot of moving parts mm-hmm. to this whole thing. Um, is there a real disease? Yes. Is there people that stand to make a lot of money? Yes. Is there a power play behind it? Yes. Am I a conspiracy theorist? Okay. Well, I like my fair share of conspiracy theories. So <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, no, he sends me stuff too. So he's he's in there. He's in there. He's a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> he's helped. He he's one of the people that's helped cultivate why I'm a conspiracy theorist. He don't he don't know that. But he is. 
So yeah, yeah, you are. I'm gonna go ahead and call you. I'm gonna call you out. You are. You are. Rightfully so, though. Rightfully so. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. Always question the knowledge. Always question. Yes. But what gets me is that something that you can wash your hands. If you wear a mask, mm-hmm. you can't stop the the progression of it, the transmission of it. Be careful of what you do. Don't do large mm-hmm. crowds of strangers you don't know. Yeah. Even the loved ones, you kind of have to look out sideways. Now, that's where people, especially out here, they're getting violent. I don't know back out there. Out here, people didn't get punched mm-hmm. in their face for not wearing a mask or being asked to wear a mask. So, Well, you know, and and that was the thing, too, man. Let me And, and that's a good, I like that you segued into that. So this mask thing, I'm going to go ahead, and I want to go a couple of places with this. First place okay. I'm going to go is you, you spoke on... You said that there's people that stand to gain uh, in a in a monetary fashion. They tend they go they gonna get a lot of money, and oh. if you've noticed, um, it seems to be a trend now. Like you know, it's another article of clothing. The mask oh. is so people are spending money for these fashion. You know, you got all the way up to Gucci mask, Louis Vuitton mask, and and all right. these masks in between. And I'm just like so. I know there's a real thing out here. There's there's something going on that we have to protect ourselves, but people are taking the time to now. I got an email from Polo the other day talking about they dropping some masks. And I was just like, <laughs> and I, right? I was laughing for a minute. And I was just like, oh, so this is a thing now. Like, this is another, you know, get your keys, get your wallet, get your mask. Like that's that's what we're doing, and it's one thing to be have a mask that is to protect you, but now we're trying to make sure that it's fashionable. Like right. I've heard it out of my household, the ladies in the house, I, I, I'm it has to be cute. I want a cute mask. My, my <laughs> right. daughter in particular, my daughter in particular, you know, she like I, I want it. That's not that mask isn't cute. I want that one. But, you know, like, I think that we got cute masks. <laughs> but see, I think that's the psyche of a person. I mean, I'm a I'm yeah. an avid gun. I, I, I own guns. I go shooting. I advocate to a degree for guns. And when I went to the ranch mm-hmm. one day, I seen this girl with a pink Glock. She had a pink handgun. You know, this this weapon of death was pink. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, I, you know, I I think that's just us. We get caught up in the in the hype a lot. Of it. But somebody had yeah. asked me. One of my guys was like, Jerome, man, when this first came out, everybody's saying wear a mask. And what's the difference between a mask that you wear and hoop around your ears or surgical masks? Aren't masks Mm -hmm. the same? And I said, you know, I can see why people say that. There is a big Mm -hmm. difference between a surgical mask and a regular medical mask that you see people wearing. One is a little bit more expensive. One, the way it's constructed, it's very different. But a surgical mask, between a mask you wear around your ears, between what you see people wearing on their face, let it be Gucci or not, it pretty much right. does all the same thing. It stops the okay. droplets coming from your mouth. You know, and I think I think I actually yeah. seen Bill Nye, the science guy, do the experiment wearing a mask, trying to blow out a candle. Uh-huh. You can Google yeah. it if you're doing it. It, it, it makes sense. It, it stops it. But that's the yeah. thing, though. Like, something so simple as just put it on your face, bro. You know what I mean? It's like just put a mask it, on. It, even a bandana. Even a bandana. If you can't if you can't get nothing else. Cause I was I read something similar since you you know you bring that up and that's an interesting point. I read something in the um, Wall Street Journal, it was a whole article about that in regards to masks. And so I I read that article and I thought about you because I knew we were gonna do the show. I knew I had planned and I wanted you for the show, and I was like, 
I'm going to ask him because I know he knows. And so with that being said, so you're saying, just to be clear, like let's say those masks that they're selling at Walmart, like the, you know, the medical style masks that people are buying, you can buy like a pack of 25. You right. know, like the that they're over in the in the medical aisle, so you can get right. those. Are right, so you're saying those against um, a cloth mask are pretty much the same thing? Is that is that what you're kind of saying, or or correct me if it's, I'm wrong? No, no, it's going to do the exact same thing. It's just one's okay. paper, one's cloth. It's going to do pretty much the same job. You buy a Mercedes, okay. you buy a Hyundai, still going to take you to Walmart. Gotcha. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. one can be, you know, you go buy this knockoff Gucci mask, somebody's selling one for $35 where you can go, that same $35 can buy you a pack of 25 cloth ones. It's just going to mm-hmm. stop the droplet. It's the same as okay. if you remember before this COVID hit, when a person was sick last year, the year before last, they put a mask mm-hmm. on. They put a mask on them. Why? So it stops the transmission of whatever's in them to go out to somebody mm-hmm. else. Or if a person who has cancer, Put a mask on them. Why? Because it's mm-hmm. going to stop whatever's in this environment to come into them. It's going to slow it down. That's all it is. Right. You know what I mean? Okay. So it, it, what gets me, and we talk about it a lot in the hospital, is that I don't know if it happened back east, but definitely out here, these people would protest that wearing a mask is against their civil rights. It's a muzzle. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you see a like a Trump flag. And then you see a guy with an AR-15 across his chest saying, this is my right. What does yeah. the what does that have to do with one? <laughs> one yeah, one, one, one doesn't have to do with the other, and it's almost confusing to me because it's like you it, and I've seen it now. There have been there have been pieces done on it lately of people that were highly against wearing masks to the point that they were protesting, like you're saying. But then they've contracted the virus, and some have died. Like some of like literally died. Like I didn't think they were like I didn't take this seriously. Now nah, I have it. And then there was one particular guy. This guy had to be drone. He's probably the same age as me. He's probably he was in his early mid thirties, right. and he had can he he made fun of it. He went as far as to make fun of it. wasn't saying he wasn't wearing no mask. Da 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 da. da. Then he ended up getting it. Ended, yes, getting it. ended ended up getting the contracting the coronavirus, and then ended up dying from it. See, see that? And I was like, whoa. One of the dumbest things we've heard, and we we talk about this in the hospital because we real folk. We sit there and sometimes we have downtime. Somebody right. said wearing a mask stops a person from breathe. It makes that person breathe in their own carbon monoxide. It it mm-hmm. does physiological things in the body that makes no sense because surgeons, and I've seen it with my own eyes, will be doing surgery wearing these masks for twelve hours. I was gonna, okay, so, so speak to yeah, speak to that, speak to that, because there have been people, and I was, and I, and I honestly, I was one of them that was like, should I be wearing this? Like, for example, if I'm out all day, like this is me personally. If I go into a store, I put the mask on, put my mask on. My son, I put his mask on. Mask is on. We go into the right. store. Do right. we got to do? We come out. I mean, he can right. take the mask off once we we're outside, getting into the car. I let him take the mask off. So right. with that being said, are you saying, and, and we'll get to the, the another reason why I'm asking the, the other part of why I'm asking this question, but you're saying that you can throw that mask on and and you, you think it's more of a, do you think it's more of a mental thing? Cause you're saying that physically you'll be okay, but 
could it be a mind thing that makes people feel like they can't breathe or they're going to have issues breathing and all of that? Is is that kind of where you're going with that? Do you think it's more mental? I think it's a mental thing and somebody telling somebody what to do. You got people in this world, you can't tell me what to do. Well, no, I can't. But what you need to do is wear this mask. Right. All right. Is Have you ever seen right. a cigarette butt? Right? You've seen a cigarette butt. You've seen a cigarette mm-hmm. even before someone mm-hmm. smokes it, the cigarette butt's filled with cotton and the cotton is white. After a person smokes a cigarette, mm-hmm. what color is that cotton? It's brown. Because it's filtering all of the negative, well, I'll say all of it's negative, but it's filtering all of it in. It's the same thing with the mask. Right. I mean, when we're in surgery, we're wearing masks so that this patient who's unconscious isn't contracting whatever we have and vice versa. Mm -hmm. So what's to stop it? Now, the only thing I will say is if you have a cloth mask, make sure you wash it. Just don't wear it every day and go in this world. Wash it. Get it clean. Spray a little Lysol on it if you have it. Clean it out. Make sure it's completely dry before how, you wear it. Huh. How often? So, with a cloth with with a cloth mask, how often should you wear it before you wash it? Are you saying one day, boom, wash it? Are you saying two or three? What What is the is, what? How many days would you gauge it? For me, and it's uh, and this is all my opinion. So don't don't tell you. I hope your listeners don't go out and be like, man, Jay, you're Justin, your cousin is a witch doctor. He's full of. <laughs> <laughs> what I say, I'm from the hood, so if you want to speak at it, we can get at it too. I'll give you a smoke. But what I'm saying <laughs> is you should get two. I would say a, a good rule of thumb, maybe it's to get two masks. They ain't that expensive. Get okay. two. Wear one for maybe two days. Take that one, throw it in the wash. Wear your other one another two days. When that one's done, swap them out. Boom, boom, boom. You're always good. The crazy thing that we've seen and if have you seen in the media, it only takes that one time. Mm-hmm. It takes that one time. And I just said, I don't know if you heard me, my job at this point is almost considered dangerous because I go in and deal with these people who are COVID positive. Tests have mm-hmm. said they're COVID positive. It takes that one time where I pull my mask out just to get a breath of air and now I could potentially contact it. I mean, contract it. Yeah. That means before I even get the symptoms, I can be spreading it like in the in the store. And what happens if I'm one of those people that's like, I don't want to wear a mask. You like, you know what? I love my life. You know, and so it's like it's one of those things where it's like, come on, man, just, just slow down a little bit. But not, nah, I, I think just it's put the mask on. <laughs> just put the mask on, bro. On. <laughs> put them. You here's another point. People say they don't want to wear a mask. Right. Mm-hmm. They, it's too restrictive. You know, the government mm-hmm. can't tell me what to do. But you get in your mm-hmm. car and you put on a seatbelt. Why are you putting on a seatbelt? Right. Right. There is that. Look at the statistics. Yeah, How many You're right. When you get in the car, you don't get it into an accident all the time. But it could be that one time where that seatbelt saved your life. It could be that one time right. where that mask you have on could protect you from that person who was like, you know what, I want to be stupid and do something dumb and contact contract it. Yeah. No, that's facts, man. Like that when you put it when you put it in perspective of that, that that makes a lot of sense, man. So with that being said with the mask, so I don't know how you so tell me this. Let me ask this question first. In California, Southern California in particular, are all the kids mm-hmm. currently going doing virtual 
every kid is doing virtual yeah. right now, virtual learning? Uh, Your yes, son in particular, because you got a, how old is he now? He's five, he'd be six in a little bit. He'd be six in about a month. Woo! Damn. Okay. It's crazy, so right? So he's doing first grade? Yeah, I know. He's kindergarten. First, yeah. Kindergarten, okay, okay. So virtual, virtual learning? Virtual learning, and I sat with him today <laughs> while he was doing it because he just got back to school on Wednesday. And I, okay. all if, if any of y'all learn, your your listeners are teachers. God bless y'all. Oh my God, God bless y'all patience. And <laughs> they get on on a soapbox real quick. And I wish invite me back because I want to talk to Jay about this. Tell okay. me how in this God's green earth, and, and no hate, there's no cap. How you can pay a professional basketball, football, soccer, whatever, all this money to do sports athletic, but you you just look over teachers. I know. These are the people that's it's grooming right. your kids. Right. You know what I mean? So I sat and looked at his teacher, and she's trying to do her best to try to – I don't know if you've ever been in a room full of kindergartners. You just oh, get I instantly have. nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have. I've, I've done my share of field trip. See, mine is eight. Yeah, yeah. Your, his, your, your son's big cousin is down, down, down a rose of reverse, which is ironic. His son, right. your old son, <laughs> is five, six, turning six, and mine is eight. So I don't know. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> but uh yeah, so now he gonna have big cuz. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I went through I yeah, I did I did my time in kindergarten, you know what I'm saying? I actually, yeah, yeah, I did that. So we and I got the t shirt. Oh, go ahead. No, nah, I was gonna say no, nah, I got I'm just saying to your point, you yeah, know, you have to it takes a special person to your point to teach kids teach in general but then teach the younger kids like your five and six year olds like you have to be a very patient person to deal with so yeah you gotta be a patient person to deal with your own kids let alone some kids that ain't yours hey man you better you know what i mean i see this lady say everybody hit the mute button on the computer these kids just talking and screaming. It was a crazy, it was chaos. You know what I mean? And I'm like, and she's just trying to teach them. And I'm like, man. <laughs> but it goes back to this thing we originally talked about was this coronavirus. You know, I, I think, you know, mm-hmm. if you ask me, Jerome, what do you think? I think it's a real thing. I mean, I, I like my mm-hmm. space, let alone when you go into a grocery yeah. store. Now you start to look at people sideways. You know, before you go down the aisle, you hear somebody sneeze, you would say, bless you. Now you see somebody cough or sneeze, you look at them like, what in God's name are you doing in here? Like, <laughs> stab why, you. Why are you here? <laughs> right. And I'm about to hit you. And can you go over there? <laughs> right. Like, you all right? <laughs> right. You know what I mean? So, hey, no, it's funny that you say that. It was funny you say that because I, I was at George's practice. He, my son's like, he's playing baseball now. So they started that back. And uh, so we're outside and then I sneezed. And you know, before, you know, I sneeze, you know, whatever. It's all good. I sneeze. And I have to make sure I'm looking around and make sure that 
nobody's offended that I just sneezed. Uh, looking at me crazy. And uh, I was just like, why am I even worried about that? I said, we in a crazy time. Why am I worried about somebody looking at me because I sneeze? Like, I'm trying to hold the sneeze. So uh, don't nobody think I got that Rona. It's crazy. I was in a meeting, and I was messing around with a dang mint, a life lifesaver, like a mint. And uh, mm-hmm. have you ever tried to suppress a cough? <laughs> oh, yeah. I start getting red. <laughs> I was sitting there, and my eyes started watering, and I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> and my girl, my whole girl was like, you all right? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Man. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. And that, but that's our no, society so... now. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> but that's yeah. our society. No, it's crazy. I mean, yeah, it is. And it's like, that's like I think if it does, God willing, it does. But yeah. it, you know, at the when it actually when this Rona thing is gone, it's still gonna be a while before everybody gets back to a normal to to a normalcy of you know the little things. I don't know if it'll ever be like it was, but yeah. I, I think that it's gonna take a while for it to be, you know. In any type of uh, any any similarity of the way it was before, like it's gonna take a, it's just gonna take a while, man. Like it's, it, I just see that because I, I I equated it to, and I I didn't like I, I'm using this analogy, so just go with me for a second. Right, I equated it to, and this is just when I when I'm speaking of the effect of how the effect on us, I equated it to how nine eleven affected the airports. Okay, yes. <laughs> yeah. You think about that. Yeah. You think about 9-11. Yeah. You think about 9-11 pre, pre, uh, pre-airport. And, I, and I'm speaking firsthand because you know me, I was flying from Tennessee to California every year. So right. I seen it drastically change from that summer before, that summer 2001, when every you could literally go to the airport with me, go walk me, we could sit at the terminal with me to drop me off, like you could sit and wait for me to get on my plane right there at the terminal to after 9-11 where you're having to literally drop me off basically on the street. You can walk me up <laughs> to the airport, to the front of the airport <laughs> and it's a wrap. Like, that's it. Not and only it that. like, whoa. You gotta get Go dropped off at the street. You gotta get dropped off at the street, drop your baggage off, get naked, basically before you go <laughs> even to the terminal. Take your jacket off, shoes off, belt off. You're rubbing right. man. <laughs> right. Man. You ain't, you ain't, hey, you ain't lying. <laughs> I can wear some slides in there. Everything I can step <laughs> off real quick. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. But I think this yeah, thing. No, but that's that's what I equate the virus to. Go ahead. This thing, this, this COVID thing, you know, I don't know. It's never going to disappear. It's always going to be in the psyche of people. I think even for my wife, mm-hmm. like tonight, we would have been at the movies. We would have got some dinner. You know, my son is with his grandparents. Mm-hmm. So it's like our date night. That won't happen. My yeah. wife won't go ever to a movie theater just for the gamble mm-hmm. of health. You know what I mean? The gamble of health. No matter what people may mm-hmm. think, oh, it's fake. It's real. I don't have that luxury to gamble. I didn't like being sick, yeah. period. So to, to potentially get something that can knock you down to the point where you may have to learn how to walk again? 
And what mm. people don't understand is thing is a, it was considered or classified as a respiratory illness. Now, this respiratory illness mm. was so aggressive, it makes the state of your lungs weak. You ain't even getting standing up without your lungs. You can stand up without a foot. You can walk to the bathroom without a leg. You ain't doing nothing without your lungs. You know what I mean? So yeah. this was, if it's a man-made thing, very clever. If it's something that just naturally occurred, my conspiracy say I doubt it, very clever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But that's like taking somebody's eyesight. Even people that are blind can still run marathons. You ain't running no marathon with no lungs. <laughs> Tell me one thing you're going to do without your lungs. Right. Tell me. Give me one thing a human can do without lungs. You sleep, and, and I mean eternally. Right? If your listeners thinking I'm, I'm playing, ask a person with an asthma attack how they felt. You know, mm. be underwater for a good five minutes, and when you get out of it, tell me how you feel. That's what these people are telling me what this thing feels like in their chest. That's crazy. Plus, a fever. Most normal humans, when they get a flu, their fever is 101, 102. Mm-hmm. It's a high-grade fever, and we're delirious. This fever that these COVID patients are getting is 106. That's brain damage type of thing. I was, I was going to ask you, is that that's brain damage. That's, that's definitely brain damage. So even the people mm. that you see on the media and the news that say, I had COVID-19, I had a fever of 107, which I, okay, maybe you did or didn't. What are the long-term mm. effects of that? What are the long-term mm. effects of your, you having your core body temperature over 105 for not just one hour? This is days. These are days of this. Yeah. So what, and, and let me ask it's, you this, Ron, what, what constitutes as far as brain damage? What is the first? Is it was it one hundred and five? Is that it? Is that where it starts as far as brain damage would occur if you get a temperature of one hundred and five or above? I think it depends on the patient and I depends on the okay. cognitive reaction to a lot of things because it's a cognitive test. And once they finally come back, but again, it's one of those things where if you have a child and that child breaks a hundred and hundred and one temperature, they tell you to either use Motrin or they tell you to use Tylenol. They tell you to differentiate the mm-hmm. two, wipe the baby down with cold water. But kids are resilient. They'll come back. People that are mm-hmm. 70, 80, 60, 50, their bodies aren't designed to fight this stuff off no more. That's why when people hear, oh, this person got something wrong with them, it looks like a death sentence. You know, yeah. case in point, when somebody's grandmother at 80, 90 years old fall and break their hip, People instantly get quiet and sad because they said it's a death sentence because that person can't mobilize anymore. Then depression hits. Then that reasoning of living comes in. So there's a lot of things to it. But the the crazy part about this COVID-19 is I classify people who have cancer, they get the empathy of society. You're going to beat this thing. We love you have cancer is horrible Mm. it's a horrible thing when people got aids in the 90s they were the leper of society Mm. don't you come in my house don't you sit on my couch don't you eat off my plate you taking your paper plate that i just gave you out the house covid is now that new thing what your grand great child or your uncle's neighbor cousin had covid don't touch me Mm. 
Like it's it's becoming one of those things where it's like, ugh, don't touch me. And it's curious to see how society is going to end because you don't see any commercials, people rooting for people who had COVID or families that are survivors of COVID to keep fighting. You don't see that on commercials. You see that for cancer. They have bowls, right? Pink bowls. People wear pink bowls because my mother had Susan, Susan G. Susan G. Coleman. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they got a whole thing. They got a whole thing. Where's my COVID bow? Where's the COVID bow? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nah, yeah. so. They don't even want that. They'll say, they'll say they, the, the bow might have COVID. You can't, we can't put that on. You can't like, oh, no, they transfer. <laughs> they might transfer. <laughs> like, I ain't wearing that. Uh-uh. Right. Like, oh, we got COVID on this? Nah, we can't. Mm-mm. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, no, nah, man. Yeah. It's it's one of those things, like, even me and my neighbor was talking the other day. And so he was, we talked, you know, from a distance. Hey, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And he said, and I say, I ain't seen you in a while. He kind of, like, rolled his eyes. He said, man, I took my family from out of here, and we went to the National Park, you know, to see the Redwoods. I was like, oh, that's dope. He said, yeah, it's too much craziness. He said, the crazy part about it is that I took my nephew. My nephew is one of those 20-year-olds that always was in the gym. Out in California, they kind of closed all the gyms now. But for one particular half a month, they opened it back up. So he broke his neck to do it. While they're driving to Yellowstone, the nephew said, hey, I got to tell y'all something. I got COVID positive testing. Everybody kind of of was laughing. And he said, no, it's serious. I took it. But, you know, I don't feel sick. Now, if you are driving... And your son behind you tell you, Dad, I got tested, but I don't feel sick, but it's positive. What do you do? Uh, <laughs> and we go back home. <laughs> That's now, real talk. And I'm going to wonder why you didn't tell me this before you jumped in this car and infected so everybody I, else, potentially. So I, asked, I said, this is the reason why I ain't seen you? He said, yeah. We had to self-quarantine for almost four weeks. He said we had to have two uh, negative tests mm. in order to go back to work. So you have to wait 14 days when you get tested to get your results. And then you have to wait another 14 days. Well, the last time I checked, 14 to 14 is 28. It's only 30 or 31 days mm. in a month. So I don't know about you guys, but he's a contractor. So he doesn't have workman's comp. He doesn't have that insurance that unless it's Affleck, they pay him off. So he said, basically, I can't right. make money for a month. That, that's where Sapiens come in. Jay, you better tell me how to survive a there month without getting paid. And this will be a point where you put in the commercial. <laughs> yes, sir. Hey, matter of fact, let's do that. Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt your regularly scheduled Halfway Humble podcast programming to give you this special message brought to you by Sapiens. Sapiens is a personal budget and credit consulting company designed to help you take control of your budget and credit situation and break free from being solely dependent on living paycheck to paycheck. Get one-on-one consultations and hands-on assistance to create strategies that will help you change your mindset towards the way that you use your money to benefit you and your family in the future. Learn how to get out of debt, save, reallocate your funds, and pay your bills more efficiently. Interested in building, maintaining, or repairing your credit? Look no further. 
Sapiens gives you all the basic information that you need to know on how personal credit really works so that you can be smarter on how you handle it. Credit is a very important factor in today's world and it's better to have good credit and not need it than to need it and not have it. So stop procrastinating and sign up for a consultation today. Join the winning team and get on the road to financial freedom at www.sapience.biz. That's S-A-P-I-E-N-C-E dot B-I-Z. Thanks for listening. Now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. He's going to appreciate that transition, too. He's going to appreciate that. (laughs) He's going to appreciate that. But, uh, but and that's ahead, real talk, ahead. you know. That's 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 real talk. And again, you, you see these people in this world, and they talk about how they're not scared. But you look at their eyes, and it's like they scared. They putting up a big front, mm-hmm. but these people are scared. And the yeah. society, and just like in this hospital, once you get it once, people think, oh, you can get it once, you're done, you go antibodies. Well, Jay, mm-hmm. I mean Justin, how many times have you had the flu in your life? multiple times and there you go you can get this multiple stuff multiple times because <laughs> there, <'cause> there's <laughs> multiple and, and that's kind of and okay and to this point you tell me if i'm crazy or not fair so <laughs> that's my theory on you, you brought the flu up so this is my theory on that i don't get the flu shot anymore i don't get it yeah. because yeah. i felt like when i got it i tend to get i, I had tend to get the flu more and then I was even told point blank period, like when I had gotten the flu, I told the doctor in the office, I said, but I got the flu shot this year. And they were like, yeah, well, you got a different strand. A different strand. (laughs) So I'm sitting there with the question. I don't have a medical degree. I got a question mark over my head. I'm like, so what was the reason we take getting that shot then? What was the the point? Hey, you got to get paid. Yeah, exactly. So that was my point. So to that point, I don't get flu shots no more. Now, when I'm sixty or seventy, I may revisit that if I, you know, if I feel that. But you know, at this point, I'm not messing with no flu shot, man. Right. Now, prove you know you you being in the medical field, you tell me, am I am I crazy? Should I get the shot? What What do you think? I think that's a personal and do, uh, personal preference. And, and, and do you get the shot? <laughs> do you get the shot? That's another question. I mean, personally, I have to get the shot because I work in a healthcare environment. So it, it, really? it's documented that I have to do it. You know what I mean? And really? I have allergies. So I don't know if a lot of your, your um, invi- uh, audience, excuse me, any of your audience members have uh-huh. allergies. I got really bad allergies. So when I get sick or get the flu, my allergies spread up and it really knocks me down. So it's one of those things where when I do get that flu shot, I got to take like emergency, zinc, um, allergy medicine. I work out hard and work out crazy during that first three weeks because I want to build up my immune system because I know they're putting a potentially live virus in me. And I still don't feel good. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. is this one of those things where it's it's not curing you? A flu shot does not cure you from flus. What it is doing is putting in a flu so your body can attack it, build up the antibody. So when you go out into this world, it could have the potential to fight it off. Or when you do get the flu, it won't be as severe. It's not a cure. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I mean? Science has shown us. You know what I mean? It's not a cure. Mm-hmm. So I, I think people got to be curious, and not curious, but at least careful with a lot of this stuff. And getting a flu shot, you know, some people believe in it, some people don't. You know I mean some people got are anti-vaxxers? Some aren't. I've seen right. what happens when some people don't vaccinate their kids that end up in the hospital. And it's like yeah. all this could have been prevented had they have just did this. But yeah. you know, and, and to and to, and to your point with that now. With my kids, I've got to a point they've gotten flu shots, but they were like babies, you know, and, 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 you know, when they were really little, they got shots. You know, at this point, you know, I'm looking like the, my, my bonus baby, my, my daughter, she doesn't get, she don't get the flu shot no more. She's, she's 16. I am she don't, I don't see the point. She's almost, she, she about five years, five years away from being grown. She ain't getting no flu shot until she, and, and I'm not going to make her. Her mother's not going to make her get one, un, and unless she requests for one, or we see that it's really needed. But no, I don't. I think she's of an age that um, it's not really needed anymore. I don't, I don't think she needs it. Um, for my son, was, he's eight, right. and so that's that's a little bit of a different story. I, I, you know, he's he got it, you know, as a baby and stuff like that. He had to get that stuff. So you know, I tried to follow you know, do the right thing as far as that goes, give his body a fighting chance, blah, 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 blah. But, at the, but you know, in the next couple of years, I'm looking like, does he really need it anymore? Because right. at the, for the same reason, like you just said, you specifically just said kids bounce back. So in a sense, he's probably in a much better position physically one, because he ain't been around here that long and his body hasn't, he hasn't had to, you know, he ain't had everything attack him under the sun. So his body is probably, he probably has a better chance of fighting off this stuff than everybody else in his house. The the three of us, the, uh, the other three of us in the house. I mean, I will say, and me and my wife go back and forth on it. If they mm-hmm. require my son to have a flu shot in order to go back to school, would I do it? And I will say no, because we have this thing with now they consider COVID nineteen. So even if my son gets this flu shot, gets sick, he's going to be classified as COVID nineteen, which now mm. he's going to be basically marked as his infected child. Mm. What my thing is is that I'm as a parent, I want to protect my child. It's the, the beyond measure. If they say, Hey, right. there's a cure tomorrow that you can get injected and it's gonna cure you from this COVID nineteen, I'm gonna say inject your mama with it first. Let's wait two years to see what it do to her. <laughs> and then get her pregnant, let her have some kids, and then let's see what the kids look like before it happens right. to me. And I'm a healthcare worker. I mean, your audience may say I'm an ignorant healthcare worker, but I'm a real man. She's <laughs> not going to inject me with something I don't know. We tried that once in the United States. Yeah. It was called the Tuskegee experiment, right? <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the whole way. We're going to talk about that one day. We'll get into that. <laughs> well, that, that that may be a future episode yeah for sure not uh, for real for real that's a whole other thing but yeah right all right it's like that right there now turns into a whole different thing and if it was so to the point where now somebody has had this stuff you have half the entertainment world who would be like man i can afford to give it to me Ain't nobody went on Twitter, no Instagram talking about let's have this COVID vaccine party. Ain't nobody did that. Yeah. Right. So not at all. 
Not at all. That's yeah. so that's interesting, man. I I, I mean, I, I definitely appreciate your perspective on that because, yeah, I mean, I and I still have a lot of questions that you know when they come to me, I you know I hit you with the text anyway, like, hey, what's going on with this? <laughs> I got a question. So no, but it, it makes me, it makes me feel good that you know you you're saying a lot of the things that I think, and it, I, now I don't feel like I'm crazy because you know. I can just be crazy and not know what I'm talking about. But the fact that you, you know, who are, you're in a field where you've been trained, you have a degree, you have experience, you've taught, and yeah. you are putting out that same, you know, putting out that same information. I, you know, like I said, I can respect that. Because, I mean, one of my first questions, you know, we talked about the COVID thing off, you know, offline. And I was like, hey, man, you know, is this, is this <laughs> right? <what> <laughs> You know they over there with that stuff. Is it real? Yep. Yeah, I'm like, well, I'm like, fam, like, what, what is this? Are you, is it for real? <laughs> so no, is it, is it back yet? He said, yeah, it's real. So yeah, man, I'm gonna put this mask on because you look. Yeah. <laughs> but but no, to your point too, uh, is when you said the gym thing because I was going to the gym a lot and then I was hurt. You know when they shut the gym down for uh, for you know initially when when the, when the pandemic came down, and I was one of the first. I believe I went back when they reopened the gym. I probably went back about a week or so after it opened. So I didn't go back that first week, but I was in there that next week. But again, you know. I made the adjustments as well. Like I, I bought, I took it upon myself to buy some full finger gloves. So I'm not okay. touching, not, not the plastic joint, some real full finger glove workout gloves that you're not, you're not touching, you know, your hands aren't touching anything. And then I, you know, so that was the, and then I, you know, I wore long sleeves or whatever. And so I kind of, I did certain things. I'm not saying I probably did everything right, but I made certain adjustments knowing that I was in the gym. And so you're you know, gonna kill yourself in that gym. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. I know, man, but I yeah, I, I but I felt like for me too, you know, as much of as much of as it is a physical detriment, you know, we gotta be careful out here with this. I think like you we talked about, it's a mental thing too, man. So being cooped up in the house where you're not you're not able to get out everybody's in one space for the most part and you don't really have your own you know like you gotta you gotta be able to do something to get that energy out and it was just like i i felt like after a while i felt like the walls was kind of closing in like it was to a point where okay this is cool you know two months later i'm looking around like yeah, i'm scratching my neck like okay i gotta get <laughs> I gotta get this. I gotta do something. I gotta get out for a little bit. You know, let's go for right. a family walk or something. Let's go do something. But then, as a guy, as a man, like, and I don't know, you know, I'm assuming you're you're similar to me, but you gotta have your own time too. So it was just kind of right. like, you know, on a normal from a normalcy standpoint, like prior to the pandemic, my one of those things that I would do for myself to kind of get re-energized and, and and work out that stress was go to the gym. You know what I'm saying? Like I throw the ear throw the earbuds on, AirPods, whatever, and go to the gym. You know, and I would be able to that hour and a half I dedicate to getting that energy out and, you know, just just taking care of myself 
for that little bit yeah. of time and kind of and kind of re um, recharging. So that was gone for two months. So yeah, it was it was affecting me, man. Like I knew I could start to see the effects of it. Like at first, and I, and I caught it before. You know, it, it didn't get too crazy because I did. I read books and other things like that, but I still felt like okay, I have to get out a little bit because I'm I'm yeah, it's about that time, and I could I could feel it. So I was like, yeah, I'm gonna have to go. You know, I think so, when when you look at it. In a, in a very socialized or, you know, that type of way. Yeah. I think not a lot of people look at it, the fact that some people are like, well, you know, I don't like a lot of people. I don't like big crowds. I don't like this and that. But the social aspect is that you need to be around people. Right. We wasn't made to just be locked in and be isolated. Even if you don't talk to other people, we talk through eyes. You know what I mean? Just a hey from somebody else does worlds, I mean, I, I, if somebody that's an introvert, they say an introvert can care less about anybody else. I think an introvert still needs that human contact. They, oh, yeah. By, by just meaning of it, it's like, dang, man, you know how you doing? Not like I need to be in a crowd full of 150,000 people. But they still need that, 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 that interaction. And when it was cut down, when it was cut, oh, for sure, you, now you have to look at yourself. So COVID did that that virtual mirror. You have to yeah. see how your lifestyle was. And then people turned to the internet. And then that internet kind of turned on them. So now you have to look at yourself. Now COVID, what it did to me, it made me fat. <laughs> <laughs> COVID wrecked a havoc on my body. And I think <laughs> the problem with that is me going into this hospital, seeing the things that I have seen as long as I've been seeing it, and I don't have that outlet. For some odd reason, hiking has become the thing out in California. I don't hike. Mm. I'm not hiking mm-hmm. unless there's something wrong. <laughs> I'm not going. Yeah, no, nah, we don't normally we don't normally just be hiking. That ain't that ain't thing we do. <laughs> right. Somebody, somebody chasing me. <laughs> right. That ain't, yeah, that ain't that ain't normal. That's a cultural thing. We don't, we don't ain't nobody. We're not knocking hiking, but that's that's not what we. Well, yeah, that ain't that ain't a thing. That's like camping. I, I don't. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> yeah, I can't. You know, when the lights got cut off. I was camping. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. You can go outside for a little, go out for a little bit. Yeah, just right. chill out here. But I'm going to go in when I get sleepy. I'm, I'm chilling right. right now. Yeah, no, I've, I've, I've actually, I'm, I'm going to go ahead, you know, full disclosure. I don't know if I've ever told you, but I did go camping. Went, like, I went with my, it was, I was in high school, and we went, uh, my youth pastor at the time and his wife, they took us uh, camping. They took, they took about, they took about, I think it was about ten to fifteen. They took about ten to fifteen kids, uh, ten to fifteen black kids <laughs> camping. Okay. <laughs> hey, 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 none of us ever go camping. Yeah, hey, none of us go camping. So. You could you could already see the look on our faces because but we love them today. They were so they were sweet. I still keep in contact with them to this day. Love them to death, Stephen and Elizabeth. But no, they took us camping, and uh, yeah, we was all looking at each other like we supposed to. What we gonna do? We gotta stay in the tent. Like I'm asking all these questions. Like I gotta. <laughs> so it was like it, it was like five six dudes in a tent with with sleeping bags. Like for real camping. 
And, it's called uh, the yeah, opening scene for a horror movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's what that was. Yeah, yeah like that's, that's real thing. Yeah, no, I don't, so I went real camping. I just choose not to ever do it again, you know. But you know, so no, we don't that the hiking, camping, that ain't that ain't, you know. But I didn't know that. I didn't know hiking was a was a big thing out there. So that's that's the thing. Like outdoor activities, are the beaches still have they shut that down now? Because I know folks was pushing back on the beach thing, like people were still going. Like it wasn't that shut going down. On. You can't the rule is now you can't sit still on the beach. So they've opened it up where you can go exercise and be running and riding your bikes, riding skates, and you have to wear a mask, but you can't step foot on the sand and put in a tent. I mean put in a flag or an umbrella and just enjoy it. You can't do that. There ain't none of that. And one of the things that the, the LA County is doing now is if you have more than X amount of people and say a, a restaurant environment, they'll cut off the water. They'll shut down the water and stuff. So what a lot of these people are doing, so like if you throw a house party in your house, right? So you invite 20, 30 people in your house, your next door neighbor can dine you out to the city. The next day they'll come out and cut your water off and your electricity off. Mm. Say that you violate, and then they'll give you a fine. So what people have been doing now has been renting Airbnbs and throwing parties. Wow. It's, it's big. And there was a, I think in LA, like in Beverly Hills or something, these dudes was renting out mansions, throwing big mansion parties. You know what I mean? So if you think about it, even if you get fined and the water get cut off, it's natural property. It's the person who rented the Airbnb out to use property. So mm. everybody's going to find a way to hustle running. They're going to find a way to do it. And that's crazy, man, because like they shut down, like as far as in the South, you know, Nashville, I mean, if it's, you know, I stay on the kind of the outside of Nashville. So I'm actually not in Maine, Nashville, Davidson County. I'm in a county right outside, which is Rutherford, which is only 15 minutes away, really. Mm-hmm. But um, they got hit harder county wise than we have in Rutherford County. Now, Rutherford County got hit, but it's more isolated, I should okay. say. So, like, you can still, you know, you, you're still moving with caution. Things are still closing early. Like, Walmart here closes, the one closest to the house closes at 8 30. Right. So, and there's not, and there's certain places you can go in and eat, um, but they still close early. And then there is a certain amount of people. So those things are still taken in, into into context, but I will say this: when we went on vacation, uh, we went to Gulf Shores, Alabama, which is you know on the coast, and yeah, yeah. it was—I mean, people were at the beach, but you were—it was there was enough space, like you weren't up on anybody. We had our own little okay. spot, you know, and it was—it was very relaxed. The the city of Gulf Shores in Alabama, dude, that's like. That's one of my low key favorite places. One day we got to all go. You got to check this out. Yes, sir. And uh, I think you, I think you would love it too, man. We need to, we need to get on that. And so, but that place, it was like, man, because it's thirty minutes away from thirty, about thirty minutes away from Florida. But it's kind of like the best kept secret because it's very low key. It was beautiful, no issues, and you don't even people. We went to a couple of restaurants. You saw masks there. People were wearing okay. masks, but as far as it just being overly like where there was a lot of fear, it wasn't that. You know, we had our masks if we needed them. But only right. time it, we got back, I call it jumping back into reality is when we went to the city 
which the nearest city is Foley, and it's like a regular city. So we went there to go to like one of the outlets, and mm. there was as soon as you hit the outlet, Nike outlet, it was a line going down, and everybody had masks on. And I was like, "Oh no, we ain't going in there. <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna mess you up just, my vibe. We ain't going in there." You just said something. So, so the the restaurants out there are open. Yeah. Yep. Why? Because out here they're open, but you can't go dine in. Either you take your food and leave, or what they did uh-huh. was they took all the chairs and tables and put them in the parking lot. <laughs> mm, so no, certain <laughs> that's funny. No, certain certain restaurant like a lot of the fast food joints. Um, okay. Most of those are still you just drive through. But they do. We do have restaurants like your Logans and your Old Charlies, where it's at a limited capacity, so you can go in there and eat. Like your your, really? your sit down restaurants, yeah, you can actually go in there and eat. You just it's just uh-huh. a limited amount, yeah. But yeah, there's yeah. there's certain places that are open, even Waffle House, which California y'all need a Waffle House in California. We do need a Waffle House. I- the, the oh, man, the only yeah. Waffle House went to was in Atlanta, and uh, man, I loved it because it was entertainment in the front and in the back. Oh man, yeah, I loved all it. day long. Yeah, that I do. I've been <laughs> to every Waffle House in Middle Tennessee. <laughs> Everywhere around, I've been to. So no, I'm a I'm a, I'm a Waffle House kind of sore, but yeah, I think they actually they're open. I think they do selective dining too. Like now, they're not open like they used to be right now. Right. So, but they still do. I think they're. I think six is the cutoff. Six p.m. Something like that is the cutoff for them. So yeah, there there's moderate. You can you can still. It, it it's you still have to move, but you can go to certain places and dine in your 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 normal sit down restaurants that are known for that. They're starting yeah. to welcome people back in, but it's still at a limited capacity. But yeah, to your but like the fast food joints for the most part, they're all still tables is on uh chairs is on tables and that's it so yeah man i mean i think we i think we killed this topic i think we'll, we'll revisit it based on what's oh, going yeah. on <laughs> but sure. I to go ahead and get into you brought up you brought up you brought i will we'll go ahead and speed it up I, you brought up you know fast food joints and i was gonna touch on it earlier but i figured i'd save it to the chopping up segment so we're gonna go ahead we cap off the corona talk and the and the medical talk. We're gonna get into we're gonna get into the weeds a little bit now. Uh now yeah. that we into the chop it up segment, I'm gonna go ahead, I'm gonna go ahead. I got a little problem. So we're gonna Popeyes today. And <laughs> what I'm trying to figure out, <laughs> what I'm what I'm trying to figure out is I what I'm gonna write a letter because I don't understand how you can go to every Popeyes. I've been to Popeyes in Florida Road. I've been to Popeyes in Tennessee. I've been to Popeyes in Atlanta, and they're all trash. Like there, <laughs> there is an issue. With, and food is good, so let me preface that food is good, but the service is like a grade F plus F plus F is trash. I don't even think they do. Like I think they literally ask you, "Do you want a job?" And you just keep yes, you get hired. Like so, <laughs> there's no there's no pre-screening at all. So you're telling me you can definitely see a difference between Chick-fil-A's uh, customer service and Popeye's customer service. Oh my god. <laughs> That's not even. <laughs> <It's> not even. 
What did what, what, what didn't you do a car reference earlier? You you said we we we'll call we'll call Chick Fil A like Lexus uh, Lexus type of high end model and and uh, Popeyes is like a Datsun. That Popeyes service is like a Datsun. Or For those that don't know what a Datsun is, go ahead and Google it. Then you'll understand what I mean. But any trash car you can think of, that's what it is. Like, they are the worst, man. Like, I don't understand. We, so we went there tonight. And after, yes, after my son's baseball, me and wifey just went over there get, to grab a quick little bite. Just us two in the car. I, she's like, what you want? I was like, right, let's go get the Popeye's. She already gave me the look like, now you know. <laughs> they about to be trash. Service one. I'm like, yeah, I just want one of them chicken sandwiches tonight. Hopefully, we can just get through it. So it being, you know, the pandemic and all that, it's not a lot of cars there. And then we pull up, order, and it's already something. So I ordered, you know, ordered a sandwich meal. And they said, well, you know, the fries are going to take about an extra three minutes. So, you know, in Popeye's time, that means three means about 15 minutes. If they say three, it means about 15. So I was already leered. I was like, all right. So we, we ordered. So then we get there and pay. And then we pay and we wait. And then I look at my watch and I said, three minutes, huh? So about 10 minutes later, they come out with the food. <laughs> And so they only had, you know, I said we had three meals. So we brought one for my daughter home too. But we only got two fries for three oh, meals. No. No. So there's already missing fries. The drink carrier looked like it was about to melt. There was a half <laughs> hole in the bag. And I'm just like, and then I get home <laughs> and I'm trying to hurry and eat the sandwich <laughs> before we get on the before we get on the do the podcast tonight. And the sandwich is trash. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not going back there. You know what? It, you, you, all right. Before you say you don't go back, call the number on the receipt and send a very <laughs> articulate email to corporate and say, I don't appreciate. <laughs> <laughs> you need to. Carrying this up, carrying it up. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I'm bad too because you know now you know your auntie, my mama. You know now she's good for writing letters. I might have her, I might have her draft a letter up. Mom's be writing them letters quick. She, mom, you might have to write a letter to them. You listening? You might have to write a letter to Popeyes for me because hey, I, I don't. Man, know. you should say um, you're a healthcare hero. You were a limited <laughs> amount of time. I needed my meal, and I had a very rough day with COVID nineteen complications, and I had this brother. Right. You don't have me for like... for a year. <laughs> like, dude, I, the sad thing is, I wouldn't even take the gift card. I'm like, I don't even want. That. <laughs> that's that's how terrible they are. I don't even want it, and it's like, but I'm telling you, like every Popeyes I have went to, it's an issue. There was a time we was at Opry Mills, Opry Mills Mall in, in Nashville. And we were going, to, we had left church, so we in a good mood. We go over here to get something. This is pre-pandemic. We go over here to get something to eat at the mall. And we said, well, what do you want to eat? And this is when the, 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 the sandwich thing was real big still. It was like on the back end of being still a big deal, the, the chicken sandwich. Yeah. And we hadn't had it at this point. 
So I was like, we over here, and Popeyes was actually at the food court. So I was like, you know what? Get off your meals, Ma. Let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and try these chicken sandwiches. They got them. They happen to have them. I was like, yeah, let me get two of those. So we're about to we're ordering, and all of a sudden, looking to the lady that's taking the order's face, and she looks like she's just hating her life. Like she's just pissed. <laughs> like she just look. She mad at the world. She looking. She looking left and right, trying to take the order. It's so. She she is so visibly angry that her manager <laughs> walks over to her while she's taking an order and it's like, hey, do we need to take do you need to go to the back? Right. And right. she's like, she sucks her teeth and she's like, nah, I'm good. And she keeps <laughs> taking orders, but she's like angry. And I'm like, I don't want your angry behind taking my order. Like, what <laughs> what if you mess something up? Like. Right. What is your problem? Right. Like, why are you so mad? Like, if you that mad, why don't you go on break or go home? Like, nobody's forcing home. you to work in Popeyes. Yeah, just go home. Right. Ain't nobody forcing you to work. But like, she and it was just crazy, man. Like, now, now that day, to the to their credit, the chicken sandwich was fine. So the first one I ever had, I was like, okay, I get it. It's a dope alternative. So it, the chicken sandwich, the Popeyes chicken sandwich, at its best. Is a good alternative to the Chick Fil A sandwich if you if you want to just try something a little different. But you know, it is hearty. It's it's a hearty sandwich. You know, I, I before all this big chicken you know chicken sandwich hype, I, I you know I didn't need them. So you know, of course, mm. I fell in line. So I went and did that taste test by both of them. The Chick Fil A sandwich is not bad, especially the Chick Fil A sauce. It's fire. Yeah, the Chick Fil A sauce is fire. I think I'm gonna eat. I would take the Chick Fil A sandwich and a lemonade to work. I'm gonna come home and eat the Popeyes chicken sandwich with a beer and go sleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it's heavy on the batter. Like that's that. Yeah, you already know what you get with that Popeyes for sure. Yeah. So let me. So we're okay. Let me. Let me. We gonna go back for a second. So what did the Chick Fil A? What did Chick Fil A come out there? In California, because it ain't been out there forever. No, nah, it hasn't. And I think the the cold part about it is when it came, it didn't make a splash. Nobody really knew yeah. about it. People were like, yeah. "Chick Fil A, what is that?" And then they were yeah. what, what brought up the curiosity is that it was closed on Sunday. Mm. You know what I mean? So people were like, "Yo, this place is closed on Sunday in California." Lord's what chicken. we we call that the lowest chicken in the South, man. It's the lowest. <laughs> Chick Fil A, God bless them. You know, <laughs> and then you know when people just like, oh, they got a bomb sandwich, this bomb sandwich. People were like, eh. But then when Popeyes, then it was like it's better than its competition. That's when people were like, oh, for sure, we going, we going, mm-hmm. we gotta try, we gotta try. You know, and I think for me is the Chick Fil A sandwich. Even to date, it's still the go to because the lines go fast. Popeyes, you're right. But but you know, but even out here, Popeyes mm. is located more so in the urban area. Where oh Chick- yeah, for sure. it's in the hood. Like it's in the hood. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's in the hood. Popeyes right. in the hood. It's in more of the uh, multicultural urban areas. <laughs> where yeah, no, nah, for sure, it's in the hood. Like most Popeyes are in the. Or they're in a place where it is a variety of culture. You put it that way. It's not. It, 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 there's. There's. They put. They put those 
in those places for reasons, I think. It's almost like they put pop, like you'll see, if you see a Popeyes, you're going to see a check cashing place down the road. They're going to be or in the same store. area. It's it's like, or a liquor store. Oh, there you go. Or a liquor store. Payday loan, liquor store, Popeyes. <laughs> and for your audience, for whoever's in Cali, DM me, that one guy, Jay, or in my instant. If you see a Popeyes, it's either going to be, or churches, it's going to be either by, right, a check cashing place, a liquor mm-hmm. store, a youth tire place, a black hair beauty supply place, a grocery store somewhere in the vicinity, it's, it's yeah. going to be, or the yeah. swap. Yep. You know what I mean? Right. So, you know, it, it could be conspiracy or it can just be, you know, random. <laughs> yeah, and they, and we were talking about my wife was going off about this man because we talking about she said she said what happened to all the chicken places being good like every, all of them are trash now <laughs> like she she went to uh she took a trip it was earlier in the week and uh, we were trying to just grab something and she went to KFC and when she went to KFC I think she went to order I don't know whether it was the tenders or was something but it was some chicken product that they were out of. Now, right. being that you all you serve is chicken, I don't understand why you don't have <laughs> you don't keep a lot on deck. Like you shouldn't really be out of chicken. That's that, if that's your thing, if that's the only thing you serve, you really shouldn't be out of that. So, Correct. yeah, they had, they were to the point where they she was asking about different things. They either didn't have them, or they were like still frozen and they weren't available. <laughs> And so my wife, she drove off. She was like, I'm not dealing with this. She was like, I'm going to Chick-fil-A. <laughs> what do you right. want? I was like, yeah, you know, I could always eat Chick-fil-A. So and and it was and she came in with it. It was good. Everybody was happy. So KFC's off the list. We had a churches over here actually. It got shut down. <laughs> I don't really know what happened. Uh, like one day it was here, one day it was gone. But the service was trash there too, Dro. Like the service at the churches that was close over here, right there, it was trash too. I'll tell you before we go, I'll tell you, I'm gonna tell you one more story. I was there was a churches now. This is when I lived in uh Antioch, which is which is in it's in Nashville, but kind of right outside of Nashville, Antioch. Uh Shout out anybody from Nashville know where Antioch is, and they call it Lower Antioch, aka LA. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's it's on the uh, or we'll, we'll just say this, bro. I know you ain't really been over there like that, but it's it's uh, it's on the urban side of town. <laughs> we'll, say, we'll, we'll say that Antioch is more of the urban side of town, as they would say. And so I was coming home and I lived right there in the heart of it. I had my little one bedroom apartment. So one day I was coming off from work and I was like, man, you know how it be. I was like, man, I want some, I want some, I want some churches today. So I drive over there to churches, man. I'm hyped up. I want the attendance with the biscuit and all, you know, whatever. So I pull over there, pull up, order the attendance, and they were like, hey, they didn't even say, excuse me, sir. We don't. I said, man, can I get the tenders? He's like, hey, man, we out of tenders. Hey, what? No. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like staring at the, you know, I'm staring at the little thing I'm talking into. I'm just right. like this. And I'm like, you out of tenders? I said, but that, you out of chicken? <laughs> I'm trying right. to figure this out. Right. They's like, hey, man, all the tenders are gone. We ain't even got that. 
What? No. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, what? Do y'all have, can I get a drumstick? You know, drum. We out of that either. All we got is like breasts right now. And I'm just like staring at the thing. I said, dude, all y'all serve is chicken. Like, that's it. Right. Maybe a coleslaw. Yeah, that's it. And look, maybe yeah, maybe some mac mac and cheese, you know. But right. chicken is your main. That's the main dish. It's church is chicken. So I needless to say, I pulled off and I didn't get nothing. I was just mad, right? Because I was right. like, I'm not eating that. They ain't had what I wanted. I, I couldn't understand. Yeah, I couldn't understand it. You couldn't better, understand it. I'm cussing somebody out. Yeah, they, they I, and I was get the first though. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first thought, uh, but you know you're dealing with Popeyes. I mean, with, not Popeyes. You're dealing with Tracy. You don't know what's live to come out. You know, you just they jumped out. <laughs> they jumped out, strapped up out the window. You don't know what's gonna happen. I was like, man, I'm, I'm about to roll out. Like, it ain't even... so I, I don't know, but I, I, it's a conspiracy with these chicken places, man. So churches is off the list. I, KFC ain't looking too good. Popeyes is trash. I know, I know you you got a time limit, but I got three things to ask you real quick. Okay, and maybe great. you can invite me back. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Do you really think you got that many chickens in this world? Oh, that's a whole nother thing. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I've thought about that. <laughs> that's a, that's a good question. Yeah, at some point, do you think we ran out of chicken? So to to answer that question. Uh, no, I don't. I think there's something wrong. I, I don't think. I, I think there's something wrong for sure. I, I watched a documentary for those who uh, are into this this stuff we're talking about now. Uh, there's a documentary with a guy that made uh, made the McDonald's one. The okay. Uh, I can't supersize me. Thinking the name. Supersize me. Thank you. So the the director of that he made another movie. In regards to chicken, it's on YouTube, <laughs> and he basically opens up his own uh, chicken restaurant, like chicken fast food spot. <laughs> and he like go and he talks about all of this. Like he goes to this. He's like he's trying to figure out because he's like he, he wants to make it quote unquote healthy. So he figures out like how he can get around using certain <laughs> words and how like they use organic and what constitutes it being free range chicken and all this stuff. It's crazy. Right. But yeah, and then the steroid chickens and uh, yeah, no, I don't think there's that many chickens in the world. I honestly don't. I, I think I don't know what we'd be eating half the time, especially with when this chicken this uh chicken sandwich craze is going on. Cause I mean at some point I think they right. just putting batter on stuff. Like it, it ain't <laughs> chicken no more. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, how much chicken is there, really? You know what I'm saying? You think about that. So we just talking about two places. We're not talking about McDonald's, who serves over how many billion people that they quote and right. serve. They got chicken right. sandwiches. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? All right. So the, the other two is, well. what you feel about, because I, I don't know if you heard it, but our, our new... <sighs> Biden's running man made a lot of history. Oh, mm-hmm. You know, Ms. all right, and then uh, Miss Harris. Okay. <laughs> and then, what you think Kamala about Harris. that? Uh, did you see the video of the Lebanon explosion? 
I did not see that. So let me take, I'll take the first question that come out, Miss Kamala Harris. Um, so aesthetically, I think it's good. I think it's a, I think it's a well-rounded, she's a well-rounded pick. It's definitely different. Um, I know in the past, some of her, some of the things that she did as far as she was really, really heavy on certain crime bills that affected people that looked like her and looked like us. So I think that that has to be explored a little more because it's going to be, it's going to be exploited. People are going to ask those questions um, and and question her motives about certain things and how hands-on she's going to be. Do I think that I don't know. I, I have to wait and see. I, I I think it's I think it's an interesting choice. I'm not so I'll put it to you like this. I'm not surprised he chose that. Right. Because right. I so, didn't yeah. really see I didn't really see um I didn't see him being a big threat to the current president. Right. Because I think there was there's a lot of questionable things that he's doing as far as I, I correct me if I'm wrong, the ninety the nine the ninety-four crime bill and, and then other things that he said and done, you know. I and I, I put it like this, man. I, I think that I think that there it's all in the same game. So mm. I don't, I, I you know, I, I think it's important to vote, I guess, because I think that there were certain, you know, uh, me as a, me as a black man, I think that you know we didn't have we all we we didn't always have the right to vote. I think right. that there were people that laid down their lives to vote for us to have that right. So for that, for the respect of that, and maybe just the respect of that alone, I vote. Because I feel like if it was important enough for people to to get killed, then maybe there's a reason why we should vote. You know, that's my that's my mentality for that. I don't always like the options, <laughs> but, but uh, you know, I do think I do think it's important. But yeah, to just to answer your question, I, I think I think that's an interesting choice. I'm I'm interested to see you know, as, as we go along, you know, what the debates and what the things will be, you know, and to each his own, everybody, you know, people like who they like, you know, whatever, that's a whole nother thing. But yeah, Miss Kamala Harris, that's, I mean, he definitely could have done worse, you know. You know, I want to see her. I want to see her. I want to see her. I want to get it. I want to see him be elected, you know, because the current uh-huh. president doing, doing the job, but I want to see her get elected and do a press conference for braids. I think that'd be dope. <laughs> I think that'd be so dope. Like, look at her. She got French braids, y'all. Uh-huh. You know she's an AKA, too, so she might bring out a pink and green sweatshirt, too. <laughs> that low-key, yeah. like, pink and green business suit. Like, mm-hmm. Right, yeah, now that might happen with the, with the chucks on, with the pink chucks on. <laughs> yeah, no. And no, she, I mean, but, you know, interview-wise, I watched a couple of her interviews when she was actually running when she was trying to become, she was trying to become a presidential candidate. She was running for that to be the nominee, the nom, uh, the nominee. 
the Democratic nominee. So yeah, no, I'm, I'm interested. I'm intrigued. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm in. Politics kind of intrigues me as far as from a chess game. Anyway, I don't get too caught up in it, but I'm a, I'm aware. I know what's going on. I try to keep keep abreast of what's going on, and I think it's important to vote. Uh, I I still think personally that. Excuse me. I think voting locally better suits you as an everyday person. I think that uh, I I don't think you should get so caught up in the you know. Again, it's good to be aware. Read the paper. Read the news. I read the you know. I read the paper every day. Uh, but don't get so caught up where you lose sight and what's going on around you because um, just remember that there's there's houses and stuff in place for a reason and even being leader being the leader of the free world you still have to answer to somebody no laws get passed unless it's a uh it's a you know everybody agrees with it so you know just take that stuff with a grain of salt man so don't don't get too caught up in it do what you need to do for yourself and get yourself and your family right help the people around you and that's going to make the most difference. Don't get caught up in the person that's in office because there's been plenty of people in office and whatever. The world still turns. So that's my take on that. And as for your third or your other question, I haven't seen the Lebanon. It sounds from, was it the, um, when, Maybe, when was the bombing? Because I feel like I did see it. I'm not going to lie. The, uh, I'm, my bad. Let me retract that. It wasn't a bombing. It was the explosion. That big ass, that big explosion happened. I think I did see that. I think I I saw some I saw some news about it. I'll put it to you like that. I didn't see it in real like in real time, but I did see some I did get some uh message. I think I was on Instagram and Twitter and I got some alerts that way. So I but I'm not but you put me up on game. I'm not really up on that. What what was that about? All right, so I, it happened on the fourth and it was okay. in Beirut. And they had something like, what was it, 2,700 tons of ammonium nitrate. So I, I guess they had a fire in the warehouse, and they were trying to combat the warehouse, but the ammonium nitrate ignited, man, and it basically decimated the whole, the little area that it was in. Like, it's no longer. But the curious thing is, and I'm curious, the funny thing about it, and it, it truly it wasn't funny because a lot of lives were taken. Uh, it was a lot of devastation, but the backlash to the government from the Lebanese people was so intense that the government basically resigned. Mm. You know what I mean? The government resigned, like the whole government. <laughs> they was done. They done. <laughs> they ain't want to deal with that no more. You know what I mean? So, and if you've seen, haven't seen it, brother, look at it. They said that Check it that was one ton. Of this ammonium nitrate that blew up the Oklahoma, that was used in the Oklahoma City bomb. That was one ton that did it to that that build. This was twenty seven hundred tons. Man, that that video is crazy. So the reason why I asked is because it's so many other perspectives of the video, different vantage points. Yeah. So you see it in like three sixty view, and man, I'm like, oh man, look at that. But they're like, they they're. they're they're riding over there right now. It's like all bad. Yeah. 
I might have to check that out, man. Yeah, I, I do remember seeing stuff about that, but I didn't delve into it. So I'm, I'm gonna do my I'm gonna do my research. And we're gonna we made we're gonna we're gonna talk about that. We'll we'll talk about that because I, I even if I had to throw a bonus episode or something, we'll talk about that because I'll I'll look into it. I'll definitely yeah, look into man. that because I'm intrigued. Yeah, no, yeah, nah, I'll check it out. So, yeah, I'll reserve the right for that one. I'll I'll definitely go back and check that out, man. Well, yeah, on that note, oh, before we go. There's one more thing I gotta ask yes, you about. And we need to chop it up segment. The versus battles. Have you seen? Uh, them? I have not seen them. I have you have seen, seen any them. of them? I heard about. Them. I I'm gonna send you a couple. I'm gonna send you a couple of them. Oh yeah, is, is it DMA, I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna send them to you. Yes. Okay. Is it a battle or are they just you know rapping their old stuff? They're, well, they're going back and forth. Like it started out as a battle. Like when they start the the uh, the first incarnation of it was like a battle. You know, the musicians would put their play the hits and go back and forth. But it's kind of like morphed into just a like we going back and forth enjoying each other's music and uh, playing playing the playing the hits. I'm gonna I'm gonna okay. So if, since you haven't watched them yet, we're not gonna touch on it this time. What I'm gonna do, and you guys hold me to it, just listening to the show. I'm gonna actually send Jerome a couple of these, and then we're gonna go. We're gonna revisit this at a later time because there's gonna be some more coming up. But I'm gonna send you the. I'm gonna send you the DMX one. I'll send you the two chains one. I'll send you the. Those. Oh, and the Jada Kiss and Fab. I'll send you those. I'll send you those. But they made a record together. You tell me what you think. Who? Uh, Jada uh, All of them did. Yeah, I, I, yeah. They, they're not. No, they're not. And they're not bad. It's friendly comedy. It's not. They're not like going at each other's heads. Uh, on some serious stuff. It's just musically, they're just going back and forth. Okay. So just playing, playing the hits. So no, it's it's dope. Like, I'm gonna send them to you, and then we're gonna talk about them. No, for sure. I want to. I want to see your standpoint. So we'll we'll, we'll do that. That's that's gonna be. We'll we'll do that. Because, but I want you to see them. I want you to at least see one or two of them, and then we'll talk about it. So I can get your perspective on that. And uh, yeah, before I go, uh, one of the homies we were on. I, I had a going back and forth. One of my one of my boys. We've been boys for a long time. My boy Marcus. He's actually seen some of the versus battles too, Jerome. He. I made a statement because I said basically nobody really wants to see Drake in the versus battle. Cause all you're doing is playing hits. When you see the format, you'll understand <laughs> what I'm saying. But and I was like, don't know, and I'm not even the biggest Drake fan. Like Drake is dope, but I'm not like, you know, Drake's not my favorite artist. But I know that don't nobody want to see Drake on the versus battle if we're talking about hits. Would they would it would it be better served if they have like a KRS one and a Rakim have a, a battle? Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna do it, I probably so. I can see I honestly, if I was gonna put if I was gonna do Rakim, which he has a good book out, by the way, if you haven't read it yet, it's pretty good. Uh yeah, read check his book out. It's dope. Oh, um, no, why are you thinking on that? Have you uh, seen? You, I heard on a couple of your podcasts. You were talking about you got Audible. Uh, right? 
Have you seen yeah. that audio is going to have the autobiography of Malcolm X being narrated by Lawrence Fishburne? Yeah, I already got that safe. That's that's getting downloaded. Yeah, I already got that safe. Yeah, I'm a nigga. Yeah, yeah, I got that. I, I'm getting that. Yeah, no, nah, that's already that's already getting got. I, um, no, the funny thing with that, it was actually supposed to come out like four months ago. Okay. Because I had saved it for it to come out, and it was like it's supposed to come out back in June, May, May or June, but it got pushed back. I'm assuming because of everything going on had an effect on the date for that to come out. So then they pushed it to September. Yeah, no, I'm getting that. They, I gotta have that. So yeah, no. I, I, yeah, that's gonna be dope. You can't go wrong with that. Lawrence Fishburne reading the autobiography. Yeah, you can't oh, go wrong with that. <laughs> yeah. Only thing, get- only thing better Denzel wrote it, read it. If Denzel read it, I'll be a hey. That's it. I got one last question, and that's gonna be dope. And I'm gonna shut up. Okay. If you if if you had a biopic of your life, who would you want to narrate it? Ooh. And ask Jay that question because I'm curious to what he gonna say. And yeah, Jay Jay, gonna say Jay probably say he want to narrate it himself. Just you know, he got he got documentary (laughs) voice anyway. He gonna narrate that himself. Uh, <laughs> and I hope who would I want to <laughs> Right now, honestly, <laughs> honestly, I'm gonna be if I if I can choose, let me give you two. It would either be the dude, the Allstate dude, the brother, be the Allstate commercial. Hey, like, hey, man, hey, the Allstate dude can do it, bro. I don't either have him narrate it or Denzel. That was my two. But I would actually go with the Allstate guy first. <laughs> that would be my first pick. The Allstate dude. Let him narrate it. Because you're going to listen to him. You're going right. to trust everything right. he's saying. <laughs> so what about you? What about you? <laughs> you know, it was hard. It was hard because I was like, all right. I got some real serious times in my life. I got some real funny times in my life. So it was like Dave Chappelle had popped in my head. So I'm like, imagine mm-hmm. listening to Dave Chappelle talk about my life. Or there was like James O. Jones. Or mm-hmm. uh, what's his name? Uh, now Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Morgan Freeman. Yeah, you can't go wrong with Morgan Freeman, man. Right. James O. Jones. That's CNN right there. They what they know about him doing the this is CNN. <laughs> right. right. That's hilarious. <laughs> no, he, he got a, uh, he low-key, and I'm going to shut up, too. I'm going to shut it down. But he got, he has a, uh, you know, there's a, you know, they Audible has some Bibles on there. They have, like, the full Bible on Audible. And they have a full Bible that James Earl Jones narrates. What? Yes, go look on Audible. That man's voice sounds like Rich Brown Sway. Right. I mean, he sounds like God reading it to you. (laughs) (laughs) I I feel like God should sound like James Earl Jones. That's all I'm saying. I feel like if if Crush Velvet had a sound, it'd be his voice. I'm like, you can't go wrong with that. that. That's it. That's it for me. 
So I'm picking so yeah, but my first pick is and see second run up to him to James L. Jones would be the all-state guy. Cause he sounds like he sounds like the other version of God. If there was two versions, he'd be he'd be one A. Cause he sound like you're gonna listen to him. Right. <laughs> you got to say you're gonna listen to him. So yeah. So nah, man, this has been a dope episode of that. We went pretty long too, man. I hope y'all enjoy this content. I'm sorry, man. Definitely got some time. No, you good, man. Dude, don't don't apologize, man. You dropping jewels. I appreciate your time. I appreciate you giving me your time. I know you busy, man. I made Jay work for his editing now. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I might have to pay him. Let's let's just go ahead and cut this off. I might have to pay him. We're going in long. But no, man, this has actually been, I was wrong earlier. This is episode 57. So this is episode 57. And this has been the Halfway Humble Podcast with our special guest resident, OG Jerome. Thank you. Let's get it. I appreciate it. Oh, not a problem. Yes, sir. And I'm Jay Stamps. And we out. All right.